you see it now? Yes. Okay, wonderful. Okay. Good to go. All right. Uh, signpost of Denning. We have all arrived at this crossroad. One road, a soft road, lures on, lures you on to further despair, illness, ruin, and in some cases, mental institutions, prison, and or suicide. The other road, a more challenging road, leads to self-respect, solvency, healing, and personal fulfillment. We urge you to take the first difficult step onto the more solid road now. 12 signs of compulsive debting. Being unclear about your financial situation, not knowing your account balances, monthly expenses, loan interest rates, fees, fines, or contractual obligations. Frequently borrowing items such as books, pens, and small amounts of money from friends and others and failing to return them. Poor saving habits, not planning for taxes, retirement, or other uh, not reoccurring but predictable items, and then feeling surprised when they come due. I'll live for today, don't worry about tomorrow attitude. Compulsive uh, or compulsive shopping, being unable to pass a good deal, making impulsive purchases, leaving price tags on clothes so they can be returned, not using items you've purchased. Difficulty in meeting basic financial or personal obligations and or, or inordinate sense of accomplishment when such obligations are met. A different feeling when buying things on credit than when paying cash. It's a feeling of being in the club, of being accepted, uh, of being grown up. Number seven, living in chaos and drama around money. Using one credit card to pay another, bouncing checks, always having a financial crisis to contend with. Number eight, a tendency to live on the edge. Living paycheck to paycheck, taking risks when health and car insurance, with, with car insurance and health, uh, writing checks, uh, hoping money will appear to cover them. Unwarranted, number nine, unwarranted inhibition and embarrassment in what should be a normal discussion of money. Number 10, overworking or under-earning, working extra hours to earn money to pay creditors, using time inefficiently, taking jobs below your skill and education level. Number 11, an unwillingness to care for and value yourself, living in self-imposed deprivation, denying our basic needs in order to pay our creditors. And finally, number 12, a feeling of hope that someone will take care of you if necessary so that you won't really get into serious financial trouble. There will always be someone you can turn to. Thank you for that. Um, okay, let me go back to, okay. Um, could we have a volunteer to serve as a spiritual timekeeper? do it. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, we will now read for five minutes from the DA 12 Steps, 12 Traditions, and 12 Concepts. Uh, please read the paragraph or two and pass. Can you post it here? Yes, I'm waiting for it to load. Hang on one second. Great. Thank you. I'm sort of stuck here. I'm the host, which means I'm hosting the meeting, but my machine is behaving very poorly, so hopefully it will kick any second now. I can try to do it if you can. I think I've got it here, yeah. And then we just need to get back to where we...
that working, gentlemen? No. Yeah. Yes, it is now. Okay, great. Um, Ramsey, do you know where we left off? I think we got to. Uh, I don't even step two. Um, yeah, I think so too. I think it was this this page. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry guys, I'm sorry, this is really... You're there, I think it was step two, second page of step two. Okay. Let's pick up where... Okay, who would like to start reading? We may wish to consult our PRGs about changing job or, or living arrangements or to plan for special purchases. Sometimes we create an ideal spending plan to clarify what areas of our lives we especially wish to nurture. Most P PRMs result in an action plan. Frequently, actions consist of gathering information to help us make informed decisions. Actions can range from paying a bill on time or canceling our credit cards to clarifying a deduction on a pay stub, calling a creditor, or taking time out to go to a movie. From filling an, from filling an application to receive a benefit to researching the cost of a desired vacation, our, PR, our PRGs often help us to set realistic target dates for completing items on our action plan. At the, at the next PRM, we review the suggested actions to affirm work well done and reconsider those which were not completed which were not completed in addition our prg may ask us if we are practicing the 12 steps to the best of our ability if we are attending meetings and maintaining contact with other debtors in recovery and we are performing service We are performing service in the spirit of the traditions. This process is spiritual and gentle. We are astonished that we can ask for help from our fellows and receive it with no strings attached as we break through our fears and take actions we were not able to achieve before. We often become open to true recovery promised through the work, working the 12 steps of DA. Often the date of the next PRG is set before, the, before a journey. Pass. trust relief meetings. Many of us, when new to DA, felt overwhelmed and were looking for quick solutions. Before, when we felt that way, we did it. Now in recovery, we had to find a different spiritual solution. Our disease fries on fear and panic, and some of us tried to arrange our PRM before we had absorbed enough of the DA program to fully understand and benefit from it. Many of us found it more effective to commit ourselves to attend meetings regularly record our income and spending for a while, read, read DA literature to get an overview of the program, and find a sponsor before requesting a PRM. 
We learned that urgency was the signal to slow down and turn to a power greater than ourselves. However, we understood that power. Pass. Many of us come to DA thinking that if we didn't see a solution, there wasn't one. Occasionally, however, a new DA member faces a genuine emergency requiring immediate attention, a subpoena to appear at the court, illegal actions taken against us, an impending eviction, undue harassment by creditors, garnishment of wages or health issues, and pressing medical expenses. A pressure relief group cannot provide legal advice, but they can share experience and emotional and spiritual support and suggest actions to help the members cope with the challenge. As newcomers, some of us believe that there was no point in having a pressure relief meeting if we had little or no income. To the contrary, when we, uh, when we are under or unemployed, a PRM can help us identify resources and solutions that allow us not to incur unsecured debt. Many of us came to DA thinking that if we didn't see a solution, uh, there wasn't one. Sometimes uh, we think we, we are held back from setting up a PRM because we didn't know exactly how much we owed or were spent or, or were spending. Such vagueness is one of the reasons that we came to DA and it makes us a perfect candidate for a pressure relief meeting. When we are no longer newcomers, ongoing revenue PRMs help sustain recovery. Pass. I can't see the rest. There we go. Well we all I'll keep going. We're almost done. Uh, we also scheduled meetings. Um, whenever pressure builds up, we also schedule meetings whenever pressure builds up again or we have a major decision to make. Uh, even longtime members of DA use PRMs to continue to refrain from incurring unsecured debt. Address changes in financial address changes in financial circumstances can make major decisions fast. That's time. Okay, thank you. That's time. Uh, in every meeting, we have a qualifier for 15 minutes who will share his experience and then hope. Um, I'm very happy today to have Matt with us who's going to share his experience and then hope. So please help me welcome Matt. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, may I have. A uh, a warning at ten minutes, and then five, and then two, please. Be great. So, good morning, everybody. My name is Matt. I'm a debtor, compulsive spender, under earner, and I, I'm happy to be here. Uh, hey there. I wanted to uh, go over like ten different main tools that have been helping me in NDA, but. Uh, I thought I'd first just kind of read off the names of these tools and then that way I can make sure I get to them all because I know each one of these I could talk to them individually for <laughs> at least 15 minutes a piece but um, when I first started getting sober I was just focused on drugs and alcohol and after about a year of being sober in AA I, I said you know I really... I really got to focus on this um, money problem. And I started reading the book, A Currency of Hope. 
If you haven't read that book, I would highly recommend it. It's called A Currency of Hope, and, and it is a uh, DA-approved literature. It's a really good read. Um, I also got a, a hold of the DA Step Study Guide, um, the DA 12, 12, and 12. That's what we just read in. And uh, the rest of the tools are not really books, but more of the like n names of the tools that I use on a regular basis. The first one's a, a spending plan, and I'll talk to that in just a, a few minutes. Um, a spending journal. This uh, net worth calculator, which I'll I'll talk about. You know, uh, it's like a personal financial statement, basically. Uh, I chart my net worth over time. I created a PRG dashboard, which I'll share um, the function of that and why I created that. And then I talk about PRGs and how I do the PRGs. I'll, I'll talk about action partners, a vision board, and a goal card. Um, so just real briefly what it was like and where I'm from. So uh, I live in Columbia, South Carolina. I've got a, a, a wife. This year will be 16 years of marriage. Um, I've been sober for four years and two or three months. Um, I have a daughter who's 10 years old and uh, she has my heart. Uh, so a lot of this I'm, I'm doing and I got sober because I realized that I was just being a, a real poor influence on my daughter. and. Uh, she was seeing how I was living and it, it, it was time to make some changes. So that's the main reason why I bring that up. Um, you know, I came in here, I had $330,000 in debt. I had a solar business at the time in 2017. I was, uh, I thought I was killing it <laughs> with solar. I, I, was, I was putting solar on houses and commercial buildings. Um, I did in 2017 a million in sales, which I was very proud of, but I had a million three in, in expenses. So growing up, my dad used to always say, son, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. <laughs> and uh, I, I heard that growing up, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. I was so proud that I was making a million bucks that I was telling people I was making a million bucks in, in sales, which is true but I was taking bids as the low guy on the street, as the, you know, it's under earning. I was under, uh, under bidding these jobs and just uh, not charging what I should just to get the job, just to say I had the job. And as a new business owner, I felt like I needed to do that to, uh, as they call it, um, buy your jobs. You know, you gotta buy a couple jobs in order to be able to tell people, hey, I did that job right there you know, let me do your job because I did this job. And I, I never got out of that cycle of stop buying jobs, you know, actually doing jobs for profit. But so the $330,000 was mostly made up of 160,000, which was a business line of credit. They gave me money to um, the banks. This one bank in particular gave me money to uh, buy materials because I told them if I can't buy the materials, I can't put the materials on the job and I can't get, you know, uh, payments from the customer. Well, I took the payments for the materials and most of the materials got bought, but then I was also out, got distracted and 
uh, used it for other things. So before I knew what was going on, I, my granddad passed away unexpectedly, and that really sent my world into a downward spiral. Ten minutes. Thank you. Um, I, so I got sober. I came into the program. I had two two customers that were threatening to sue me. Uh, one of them actually did sue me, and uh, so I was in a mess. I, I was in a, a a lot of financial problems. My wife wanted to leave me. Um, it's it's saying my internet's unstable here. Uh, let me know if I need to cut off my video. You got ten minutes. Yeah, yes, thank you. So I'll just jump right into the spending plan. So when I first got into DA, they told me I needed to start tracking my numbers on a daily basis. And I didn't know how to do that. Uh, the first step that they told me to do was to take a journal and to put in the journal what I spent for that day. So my method to the madness is I check my online bank account and write in the spending journal what I spent the day before, I flip the journal over and write what I spent for the day before um, in yesterday's journal. And then I go in and I put it into a spending plan, which is an Excel spreadsheet. Um, the way I do it is every day gets its own column. And it, it basically is a, a, a nice snapshot with all these categories that I found and are using. Uh, DA will help you with the categories. They have a template that helped me a lot. But what's pretty cool is each column adds up and, you know, columns, uh, the days add up to weeks and the weeks add up to months and the months will add up to a year. And it really has helped me a lot to be able to take, you know, weekly sums and turn them into monthly averages and know how much I'm spending on different categories. So that's the spending plan. But it first starts in the spending journal. I first, you know, wrap my head around what I spent and put it in the journal, and then I put it on the spending plan uh, in the Excel spreadsheet. Time tracking is a big piece of my um, solvency. I started time tracking because I was overworking. I have a tendency to overwork, thinking that the more that I work, the more money I'll make. And so I started tracking all that. And I could talk for an hour about time tracking, but I'm going to move on. Um, net worth calculator. So to me, it's kind of fun to track my net worth. You, you know, net worth equals all your assets minus all your liabilities. Um, I was scared to look at all that when I came into here, but it's, it's been neat to watch it. Uh, from the time I got sober, I was in the negative. I was negative $30,000. And now we're uh, close to half a million in net worth. And it's just neat to watch that graph go up every day um, as I'm getting square and, and staying out of vagueness. It's kind of a motivation to keep going. Uh, the PRG dashboard is a pretty cool tip, uh, pretty cool spreadsheet that I created. Um, it, it's got four plans. So it's got my income plan, spending plan, debt repayment plan, and then savings plan. Again, that's uh, income, spending, debt, and savings. And I've got each, each column is a month. And so when I have a PRG, that's what I, I show in my PRG and, and my, my people, my PRG people are able to see patterns and trends and 
what looks high, what looks low, based on looking at it over the course of months at, in, in that what I call PRG dashboard view. Uh, the the best part about the dashboard is the column that says ideal. And so like under income, my PRG guys said, you know, what's your ideal in income for this job? What's your ideal income for this other job? Uh, and I'm trying very hard not to say A jobs and B jobs because I've gotten out of that mindset, but just because some people use it in, in here, I just want to bring it up. You know, like this is where I list all of my sources of income that really got me out of this idea that I could only make money from one source. It really got me thinking about um, more ways of making money. Uh, and that's where I, all, all that's listed there. And I could put, you know, what I ideally plan to make from each of those jobs and see, you know, where the money might come from to cover these these expenses and debt and savings that I need to be saving for. Uh, I, I've been doing that now for two and a half years and uh, five, minutes. five minutes. Thank you, Jeff. It's really been a, a huge help. Uh, PRGs. So the way I do my PRGs is I've got two men from this program that I found uh, who have a lot of experience and we get together right now every other month. We started out doing it once a month, but after I kind of got a grasp of what I'm doing, it's really just like an every other month check-in, um, and I get to share what my, my pressures are. My pressures now are totally different than what they were when I came in. Uh, the PRG for me is kind of like a... Uh, 30,000 foot view of what are my top two or three pressures at, at the time. If, if anybody out there is new to the program and you haven't done a, a pressure relief group, I highly recommend it. It's like one of the best programs of this or tools of this whole program, in my opinion, to have two people sit there for an hour and listen to my problems and share input on what's going on with me. And, uh, it, it's just invaluable. Uh, the PRGs were a huge game changer. And I make sure that before I get off of the PRG that I've scheduled the next one with those guys so that I don't have to try to get back on their calendar. We go ahead and set it for two months out and it's a, a, one of those set things that make sure it happens. Action partners. So I have a couple action partners that, that I work with. Um, one of them I text with, uh, three actions that I plan to do for that day. And he sends me actions that he plans to do that day. And as we do them, I just text him and say, book in number two, check. And that was the, you know, book ending is when you tell somebody you're going to do something and then you do something, you, you let them know that you finished it. So constantly book ending with action partners has been a huge thing. I also take a screenshot of my, my journal page, which got it has the things that I want to do that day, and it's got my numbers. I screenshot that to a uh, brother in the program, and he, he sends me his list of things he's going to do. It's just a way of communicating with people in the program, um, not isolating. It's a way of you know, sharing what's going on, and if, if they want to read it, they can. If they don't, 
they don't have to, but I would encourage you to find an action partner if you don't have an action partner yet. And there's plenty of people in here that I, I think would be open to that. Uh, a vision board. So I created a vision board. I don't really hear much about it in this program, but um, we do have a visions meeting. And uh, just behind me is this vision board. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on it, but it's a foam board that I, I just glued a bunch of things to, uh, things that I want in life. And uh, that kind of helps keep me motivated and, and, and excited and, uh, you know, pointed down the right track. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is this thing called a goal card, like a soccer goal. Um, this is a laminated little card that I made um, through a speaker. He's not a DA speaker, so I'm not going to mention his name, but I'll read it real quick. This is my goal, and I've, I've laminated and I keep it in my wallet uh, just as kind of like an inspirational thing. It says, I'm so happy and grateful that I turned my annual income into my monthly income, and it is great. I am happy, I'm healthy, and I'm wealthy. Money comes to me through multiple streams of income on a continual basis. Money is attracted to me. My life purpose is to help people have clean water, clean food, and energy that's affordable, sustainable, and safe through indoor farming containers, solar that charges batteries, and water purification. Money in foreign currencies is converted into dollars and deposited for me. 10735482 is our family net worth. Now, I was being kind of vulnerable in sharing that, and, and that's obviously not my net worth, but that's just the number I wrote down so that I have something to work toward. And it, it also helps keep me just going down the right track. This new job that I, cre uh, that I took uh, last month, I, I feel like my higher power put into place because it aligns better with this vision that I have. Um, I, I would have never imagined working for this company, but after I got the offer, I was like, you know, this is actually in line with what I'm trying to do. So I took the job. Thank you very much. And I will... I'm just going to stop right there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. I'm sorry, guys. I lost my connection. Give me one moment. I'll be right with you.
information about where you can obtain DA literature. If you would like to be added or make corrections, please contact Peter S. or Tim D. Um, are there any DA related announcements? Yes, hi, I'm Travis, recovering in this program. Uh, tomorrow there's our monthly business meeting on the last Friday of the month. And I'm going to ask for group contents right after we're done reading the signpost to get into the business meeting without going through the visions. Otherwise, the business meeting will end up going 20 to 25 minutes past the hour, as it always does. It's just a group content for tomorrow's meeting. A lot of things on the agenda, and we won't get through it if we go through all of the uh, normal routine. Uh, someone will make a motion to make that a permanent change, but tomorrow I'll ask for group contents right after reading the signpost of Debbie. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Are there any other announcements? Hi, I'm Brad. I'm a debtor. Uh, I just want to let people know that there are two in-person DA meetings, Wednesday, 7 o'clock in the West Village. Um, I believe it's on West, uh, Waverly Place. And the Friday self-employed uh, is now, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, it's hybrid. So it's, it's in-person and it's uh, Zoom. They both need support. Thank you. Um, okay. So the floor, the floor is now open for shares. Shares are timed at three minutes with a one minute warning in a big format until 10.58. We suggest that you, if you shared in the last few days in the main meeting that you wait for the parking lot to share in order to give newcomers and others who have not recently done so the opportunity to speak. Um, so, uh, Matt, you can start picking. Thank you. We'll start with Nick. How about it, Nick? Hello. Uh, my name is Nick. I am a uh, debtor, under-earner, alcoholic, drug addict. Morning, Nick. Morning, Nick. Uh, it was really nice to hear concrete tools. Um, I'm always... Trying to get my hands on one of those. I've been doing this for a year, but very, very, one year, very, very slowly. You know, had a handful of PRGs. Just making my actions quite slow. Um, trying to figure out what stuff means. Wanted to get my hand up to share, um, uh, but I am uh, having uh, a complicated time. My dad just died. Um, but I think I'm returning to some semblance of normal thinking instead of just unfiltered exhaustion because today I, and yesterday I was just thinking, you know, when's going to be my big break? And I don't mean like money. I mean like, you know, recognition, accolades, fame. Like, when's mine? When's mine? Why is everybody around me getting it? When's mine? When's mine? When's mine? I need mine now. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'm thinking normally again. <laughs> I got to go to a meeting. Um, the other thing that I need to get off my chest because it's been bothering me a lot is my um, wife-ish thing. We're engaged and we have a son and we're not leaving each other, so whatever you call that. Um, uh, she got me into this program and uh, I'll just wrap up by saying um, she you know, 
we don't have a joint account. We do everything together. And she just takes forever to pay me back all the money that we split. You know, like if I play for the groceries, it takes her two weeks to pay me the Venmo for the groceries. So I'm like, I never know how much I have until it's like the end of the month. And I can't stand it. And she says to me things like, if you, One if you remind me to, thank you, if you remind me to pay this Venmo again, uh, I'm just going to, st- like, the more you remind me, the less fast I want to go. And it pisses me off. Like, I'm sorry, I'm getting angry. I, it makes me really angry because it's like I can't figure out what I'm doing or how much I'm worth because I don't know how much money I have because you won't pay me for, like, the babysitter for three weeks. Okay, I'm sorry for getting angry. Um, it makes me very angry, and I don't – I've told her this, but it doesn't seem to matter. And she's, like, nominally – in this program, but she hasn't been for a while, and she knows, but she's avoiding, and she's busy, and she's always right, you know, she's one of those, she's always right, um, I'm always wrong, she's always right, and I I mean, like, I always think I'm wrong, she always thinks she's right, (laughs) anyway, just some, some man shit, I guess, I don't know, um, thanks for, for listening. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thank Thank Will, please. Will? How's it going, everyone? Will here. I'm not sure if you can see me. Uh, there's something up with my video, but um, uh, I am and good. I'm an alcoholic. I am a doctor, earner, getter. Um, Morning, Will. Yeah, and Will, Will. Hey, I can see you. I can't see myself, so that's... Maybe that's a good thing. You might want to uh, turn your video off. It no, sounds kind of... Yeah, I, I'll just... All right, I'll just let it go with this. But, um, Matt, I love your share, man. I, I really I really loved... Um, can you hear me? You can yes, you can hear me. I loved all of these kind of... Just I feel like your, your methodologies are just so on point, and I love seeing guys who are just taking the steps, doing the actions, doing the work, and laying it out for everyone else to see. Because I think that there's often, you know, I love hearing about people's kind of spiritual recovery. That's huge. But it's it's really great to see people kind of dealing with these kind of tactical things. Um, I, I wanted to put up my hand today because I shared, I think, last week or the week before about this, like, large sculpture that um, has been stored at this guy's house, and I've got to move it, and I'm moving it to a friend's place. And, I, and it's just, I'm realizing, I'm like, holy shit, this is all a kind of, this is all DA stuff, man. Because it's like, why don't I want to pay to store this? <laughs> like, I made it. It's mine. Why do I need to, like, borrow? Why, why do I need to ask for favors uh, from friends who have land and they can store it? But it's like, why not? Because, like, suddenly I'm like, okay, i got to buy a container. And I'm like, just thinking about this $4,000 just ginormous box that weighs a ton has all my crap in it and it's just feeling like a it's feeling like a weight and the fact that i that i like for some reason don't want to don't want to pay for it myself like i don't mind paying for the container but somehow the the idea of paying rent like paying a storage facility to store my work feels like just a waste of money and i'm i'm just i wanted to share that because i'm because my long-term vision, you know, is to is to actually have property, an income-generating kind of property, upstate New York somewhere that also has enough space to, to have some kind of storage for, for projects that I can't keep in New York. And this this could be a step in that direction. You know, you buy the container, you move it to the property when you have it. 
yet I'm feeling all this resistance and I don't know where it's coming from. And um, so I just wanted to put that out there um, and own the fact that I'm on my fourth step and I'm, and I'm seeing all these resentments for the first time. Uh, so thank you for the opportunity to, to share. Um, thank you again, Matt, for being a service today. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Uh, Brad, please. Thank you, Will. Brad L. Sorry, I had my, my eggs were boiling and they were just finishing. Um, Matt, Matt, it was great to hear you. It was really good. Morning, Brad. Morning, Brad. Morning. morning. Hi, Brad. Uh, Matt, what I loved, I mean, I loved your positivity. I loved your experience, strength, and hope. I loved your being on the other side of the problem. Um, you know, I loved hearing about the vision board and the spending plan. Um, I've been in DA a long time, and so for me, the, you know, the, the number one thing is to not debt. And so for a couple of years now, I've been paying my debt down. I got back into a jam again after... Once I became self-employed after having a full-time job for many years, um, so I'm paying my debt down, and when I'm when I'm considering my marker, the thing that I really keep an eye out for is my prudent reserve. If my prudent reserve is going down, that's the warning sign that I'm in trouble. That's the warning sign that I'm you know I'm under earning, I'm spending more than I'm making, and um, and by the way, you know. I've found for me, um, you know, I'm a smart guy, I'm level-headed, I've been in Al-Anon and DA and stuff for years, but I'm still completely capable of spending money and stopping keeping track of it when the money gets tight. It's funny, when I have money, money's coming in and money's flush, I'm real good at keeping my numbers, but when things get tough, that's when I start getting vague. And that's when I start going, oh, I haven't spent any money on myself. I'm going to buy myself this nice dinner because I owe it to myself because I've been suffering because I haven't been making enough money and I've been watching every penny. And that's when I start spending is when things start getting tough. So what I, what I loved hearing you say, which I hope will manifest itself in my life, is so for now, like past few months, my prudent reserve has gone down a couple thousand dollars. So it's like, ah, watch out, because that, that means if you continue on this track, you will be debting. One um, minute. Thank you. Uh, one minute I heard you. But what I loved you hearing talking about was your, your net worth, you know, going from the negative to the positive. Like, that's, to me, in like D8, like, that's the big dream. You know, that's, the, that's like the, that's the cash, you know, the concept of going to, look, the concept of putting my head on a pillow at night and going, I have 10 more dollars in my bank account than I had last week, and doing that repetitively, you know, that just sounds pretty great. So, uh, you know, sort of listening to you gave me hope. It was great to hear you. Thanks. Thank you, Brad. Will, Thanks, please. Brad. How about it, Will? You there, Will? Oh, I don't know. He jumped off. Uh, Peter B., please. Oh, good morning, everybody. How are you? Good morning, uh, Peter. Good morning, morning, Peter. Peter. Thank you, Matt, for your share. Yeah, rundown of the uh, using the tools is uh, just very concrete, and it's 
you know, everything's theory until you actually take an action. That's what I like about Tulsa uh, loops is that uh, we thought our way into this spot, you know, but it's the actions that get us out of it. So, um, it, and, and it's not our thinking that gets us out of it. Again, it's, uh, you know, it's the collective wisdom of Tulsa process in the program here. Because everybody here is, as they say, in AA patients, you know. Uh, we're not, uh, <laughs> we're not the come in the smart guys, you know. Um, but we gain wisdom here in a tremendous way by being able to open our ears and our eyes and our hearts um, and let truth come in, you know, sort of that uh, fantasy stuff. I like that when we were reading about the, the credit cards where, you know, you, 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 I, in the 90s what I did is I, I, uh, I did the same thing, which was you, know, you go from one credit card to another. Back then you could do it with that. A lot of interest charges. In fact, they, you know, the catch-all was the the zero percent for a certain amount of time. And I was in AA at the time, uh, so you know, the, the reason I hit my knees is the same thing that I did in AA was that nobody was willing to lend me any money to get a drink or to buy my drugs. Nobody was going to give me anything, <laughs> and I was soon to be on the street. So I was like, oh well, you know, uh, I, I got some reality check and I was able to find meetings. Uh, and I'm, Took a while. It wasn't just that easy, obviously. But the same thing in Dia is like I kept running at dead up as long as somebody was willing to give me money. And then after I hit six figures, you know, the the credit card companies decided to say, well, that's enough, that's enough, you know. So um, then I had, I came to Dia because I had some recovery from other programs. And so that's that's kind of how my process is. And you know, uh, mine was a hard, bumpy road. Uh, but now, you know, we're we have. Actually, a lot of assets, uh, comparatively. Uh, the, thank you. The, the market went down 20%. But for, for us, it's actually an investment opportunity. Lost 20% of our, you know, which is over six figures we've uh, lost in terms of the market. Um, but it, it's actually, you know, as Buffett says, you know, when, when blood is in the streets, it, it, you should invest. You know, it's when everybody's investing, get out. So um, that, some publicities like that, I just sort of like we're in a position to take advantage of uh, what's going on. Even the pandemic had a silver lining. I found uh, a work to do. I have a contract through uh, December now. They extended the contract. I'm doing stuff for community-based people. My original work is in film production. I would probably make a lot more money, but I don't know if I'd be as satisfied. So right now I'm running with what I have in hand that came that the pandemic gave me, and I'm getting a lot of good juice out of it. And my liabilities, monthly liabilities, are taken care of. My wife went completely uh, online in terms of her work. She got back two days of work. She's only working three days a week now, and she's almost doubled her income. So it's it's not about the tragedies that are happening around us, it's about what we do with the reality that's been handed to me. You know, so that's what I'm learning in this program is you know reality on reality so basis. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, Peter. How about it, Rick? Good morning, y'all. Uh, Rick. Pulse hey, good morning, Rick. Good morning. Under earner, alcoholic addict, um, probably a bunch of other stuff I don't know about yet. It just seems to be how this, this 12 step thing works. Um, Matt, that was a great lead. Normally, I identify more with um, people just telling their their personal stories. And if I'm honest, I, I tend to judge speakers who shy away from telling their personal story for some reason. I don't know why. 
but those concrete tools that you gave today were exactly what I needed to hear. I've been in DA for about, like, I started with the, the tools game at, at a West Coast meeting, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that, uh, in January, and it was an, it, it, it was, it was an interesting, I, I feel like I kind of got thrown into the program and was asked to be, like, super active, like, way beyond my comfort level, just having started getting some clarity on my numbers, um, like, like it's like being thrown into the fire it's like okay find your own way out you know figure it out um so i've, I've kind of been on the margins of da for the last six months or so uh, like i've kept my numbers but it, it kind of comes and fits and starts you know once i once i got clarity on all the debt that i had uh when one of the other guys that shared said it best you know it's like when 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 i'm when everything's going great awesome you know very happy to keep my numbers look you know kind of looking at the looking at the number go up and then you know things kind of cycle out and it's like as, as soon as it gets a little rough um I'll, I'll skip like three weeks of numbers and then i gotta play catch up and it's this whole thing but um you i don't i don't know if we say this in da but in aa it's but uh, if if you want what we have and are willing to go to any lengths to get it you are ready to take certain steps. And I was listening to you today. I was like, I want what that guy has. That guy's, that guy's got, thank you, I heard you one minute. That guy's got something I want. So um, I, I feel like I'm at a place now where I'm, I'm ready to start taking the next steps, which I think for me, um, at least I, 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 I pray on this and I, I talk to people in other meetings and they say, you got six months of numbers, just start putting yourself out there. You're ready for a PRG, you know? Um, that, that feels like the next right step to me. So I, I don't know if anyone else uh, in this meeting is willing to give PRGs. Um, I've signed up in a couple different meetings now, but um, I'm going to put my number in the chat and I would super appreciate, you know, e even if not, just reaching out, keeping myself accountable in the program um, is, is definitely the next right thing too. But I'm, I'm ready to take on, uh, I would be very grateful if anyone in here would reach out and is willing to help me um, set up my first PRG. Uh, again, Matt, thanks for your lead. Thank you, Rick. How about it, Doug Yoshi? Thanks, Rick. Good morning, Doug. Hello, good morning, y'all. My name is Doug. Uh, my nickname is Yoshi, and I am a money drug. What's up, Doug?
arguing and fighting that happens around money. It terrifies me. It terrifies me. Oh my god, is that what this is about? That is funny. Oh my god. Somebody needs to mute. Ian, can you mute, please? It's literally hard for me to breathe. One minute. Walking around on eggshells my whole life. And it is difficult speaking and breathing. violence happening especially around money I mean it came to me that each person has infinite value I mean each of us can't be replaced can't put a money figure on it our children infinite value the, the, the trees around us infinite value and it terrifies me when we try to make it about money. And we destroy each other and ourselves and the environment around us because we make it about money. They get completely disconnected from what's spiritual and what's real and what's healthy. I thank the great oneness for giving me the strength to say these words. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Bruce, please. Bruce. Hi, Matt. Uh, thank you for calling on me. Uh, thanks for the share. It was great. Um, I got a whole lot of lessons out of Morning, Bruce. Thank you uh, all, Morning, Bruce. Got a whole lot of lessons out of your share in the meeting. Is You started off by saying, you know, I'm organized. I have these 10 things. And I'm thinking there's no way that's ever going to happen. And your next statement was, well, I can't do that. I'm going to focus on this. It was like, aha, uh, good lesson right there. Uh, the other thing is that it, it did remind me, I had a, a small lumber mill up in Maine with a partner who was alcoholic. And he did something that you mentioned. He'd say, oh, I made 1800 we made $1,800 today. It's like, how is that? He said, I sold $1,800 worth of lumber. And it was like, no, it cost money to buy it, make it, maintain it. He had no clue whatsoever. Um, and not a big surprise that uh, business dissolved. Um, what really struck me is this whole thing about the promises. I've been so focused on wanting to know, uh, direct which promise and when and how. Um, and again, not a surprise, it hasn't worked out too well. The more I let go and just, you know, listen and be present, take the action and let it go, uh, the more things are coming. And lo and behold, um, I find myself in San Miguel uh, at Yalande in Mexico at 6,200 feet. There's probably 320 days of full sun, uh, which is amazing. And I've been interested in act, uh, and followed 
solar and alternative energies for 40 years and I need to make some money. It was like, you know, I could probably find out about the solar energy market here uh, and get involved. Typically, I would be the New Yorker that charged in and like, you know, save the world. Thank you. Um, And with DA and AA's help, it's like, no, I want to be of service and help. And I found myself going, well, it's a good idea, but they won't want you. And I don't know what's going on. I wanted to run away. And I've decided to kind of say, you know, I really, there's an opportunity here. And I get on and you talk about doing the same thing. And I, I'll probably contact you about some thoughts and uh, energy. And at the same time, somebody who brought me into DA down here wrote me and said, hey, you know, I know this guy that's here. It's formed this whole energy cooperative. Uh, you could be part of it and get to know everybody. And here I am just you know, going through my day and these two opportunities for, for learning and contacts uh, just showed up. And it, it's also been, uh, I'll finish up with this, it's been transformational, this, that the incremental showing up every day this last week, um, suddenly the weight is off my shoulders. I'm confident things will work. I, I, I'm okay where I am today. And I'm just going to let go and let things happen and do the service that I can. So I really appreciate your share. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. It's uh, 10.58. Um, that's all the time we have for shares. Um, but we have a parking lot. Please help me thank everybody who did service. Uh, to close the meeting, our speaker will read the promise of the month posted in the chat, followed by the serenity prayer. And I'm going to need to leave. I can't do time anymore. Okay. Can anybody uh, be the timekeeper? I can do that, Ian. Okay, great. Okay. Matt, do you want to leave the promise? Yeah, sure. I don't see it in the chat yet. Uh, Actually, let me scroll up. It might be. Here it is. Sorry. In the program of Debtors Anonymous, we come together to share our journey in recovering from compulsive debting. There is hope. In working DA's 12 steps, we develop new ways of living. When we work DA's 12 steps and use DA's tools, we begin to receive these gifts of the program. Promise six, isolation will give away. Isolation will give way to fellowship. Faith will replace fear. Let's close in the we version of the serenity prayer, please. God, God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, everybody. Roll into uh, Craig, Craig W. Can you still be around to pick on people? Uh, yeah, I can still pick on people. Uh, Craig. Okay. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm an earner and an AA. Um, I loved your qualification because I love hearing about the tools and things that you worked with. 
Um, some of them, I have, you know, some tools. I have, I, I keep a time sheet from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed because I'm the business. Um, um, and I have a vision board that I built on, uh, on, online using... Um, um, How about it, Chris? Not sure if you're there. We'll, we'll go with Brad. Brad L. There you are. Uh, oh, you've already spoken. Uh, Sean B. Lower your hand. Sean B, please. Hi there. My name's Sean. I'm a debtor. What's up, Sean? Hey. Um. Yeah, thanks for your lead, Matt. I'm just getting started with VA. did just get a sponsor. He recommended uh, some of those tools that you said, so I ordered the literature. It's supposed to be on the way, the 12 by 12 by 12, and Currency of Hope, and some kind of workbook, so I'm looking forward to getting my hands on those. Um, I got Sober, the AA Big Book was really instrumental in me digging into the program. I got Sober 10 years ago, so changed my whole life. I'm hoping that VA has the same effect on me. Um, I was in debt from a business like you for 130000 and <clears throat> I did pay all that off. Uh, that was also like nine years ago. And, uh, you know, started to make better decisions with money, but, you know, uh, I sold my, my business, different business that I had. I sold it in a building, commercial building that I had, and made a bunch of money, and I just kind of, I wouldn't say I got crazy with money, but I just, I was like, I got a lot of money, and I don't feel like worrying about money. So I stopped tracking everything, and it was actually pretty awesome for, like, three years, um, I just kind of did whatever I wanted, and it was really, uh, I enjoyed it. I traveled a lot, um, spent more time with my kids and stuff, but I was getting nervous about, you know, vagueness, so I started to buckle down, and I started a new business and uh, started to really engage with that. <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I started making more money, but I don't know, I just, uh, I want to use the tools. Uh, I don't really like obsessing about every penny. It, it really annoys me, kind of gives me a headache. So I'm trying to bring God into the picture to uh, allow me to have, you know, a good balance between, you know, earning, staying solvent, increasing my net worth, um, taking care of my family. I've got three kids. And, you know, we want to grow and hire people. I used to have a whole bunch of employees, like 30 employees, and gave me huge headaches. But I've, I've, I've decided that I've got to hire. So, uh, try to hire like six people in the next year and uh, hopefully purchase another building. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Sean. James. Thank you, Matt. James H. I'm a debtor. What's up, James? Uh, Matt, James. see you, brother. Um, yeah, man. I'm really, I'm, I'm fond of you and I appreciate you. Um, you have a beautiful heart. You know, um, spirit. And uh, yeah, just you know, I was just thinking during a meeting, I'm like, wow. So in most programs, they tell you don't do something, don't overeat the food, or don't do the drug, or don't do the the, the the drink. And if I'm not careful, I would think in this program the goal is to make as much money as I can to be the next Bezos or something, and that's not the solution for me. 
And I have to be distinctly clear about that because what will happen is I'll start comparing myself and thinking I'm not, I have to make the money. It's all about the money. Then I'll become this hustler. And I need to go to a Jay-Z concert. And after Jay-Z concert, I usually want to quit my job the next day because I'm a hustler, you know? And it's not true. Um, I learned to live within my means here. I learned to have a vision that's God-centered. And I learned to give back freely without looking for anything in return. I don't have to, I'm not here to hustle. I'm not here to control anything. I'm here to let go of control. And one of the ways I can let go of control is my limited thinking, my limited access to resources, my limited beliefs. And I'll share, some of you guys may drive all the time. I'm a, I'm a New York City metro car guy. I don't drive 10 miles, five miles. Driving from New York to the suburbs of Atlanta really stretched me and showed me what I can do with God's help because I prayed during the whole duration. I don't drive like that. Two hours max, and I drove for 16 hours and I said, wow, I prayed to God. God got me through the fear, and it happened. Left to my own devices, I would not have driven. I say that to say I apply that same thing in my life, in various areas of my life. Um, my thinking is limited. My thinking is uh, compared to spare, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I could have been a contender on the waterfront energy. Um, it's not rooted in faith, and I'm, this for me is faith based program. I didn't get it in church. I didn't get it in the mosque. I didn't get it in temple. I, I get it here. Um, God has a bigger plan for me than I can even imagine. You know, my thinking is, oh my God, I turned 50. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I can't do this. Everywhere I say I can't, my higher power says you can. But the thing is, it's not, it's not easy for me. I have to Lean in. You mentioned the same things, and I know you, man. You, you walk the walk, baby. You're very, you're, you're inspiring, man. You you help push me, man. You really help push me because my limited thinking is, well, I grew up here. I did this. Oh, I'm black. I'm this. I'm black. All these different things. Oh, I didn't go to HBCU. I'm around black people. All this shit. My mind always uses excuse for me to be on the outside and, and can't do it. And then here's the beat-up job. I'm going to do a 90 and 90. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. All these things, and I, I need to take the action today. And that's what you always teach me. Take the action. Get it out the way now so I don't have to worry about it later. Thank you for letting me share. I didn't get time. Thanks. Thanks so much, James. Ben. My buddy, Ben. Slow to the mute button. <laughs> hey, happy Thursday. Hey, God, I'm so, hey everyone, happy Thursday. I'm so mad at Mr. Qualification. I was actually doing step work with a sponsee, and I'm like, you know what? We can jump on a meeting and catch what we catch. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for subbing for my PRG guy when he was gone. Um, you really stepped in and really helped me out. Um, and it's interesting that uh, you qualified today because that thing that came up during my PRG around like the buyout and like the money and the sadness that came up from that. Um, you said something to the extent of put yourself in a position where that could happen more often, which what I love about PRGs is that there's me, there's my higher power speaking through my PRG man and woman, and you guys serve as the blind spots. And I can only use my own limited experience, strength, and hope. I don't know it all. I don't know it all, but what I have learned in this program is to listen to other people, be open 
and be willing. So um, this week, I was on an acting job. It was for a major network for um, a promo commercial. And there was one day work, and the one day work was including the work itself, the buyout, and um, COVID testing, about $600 of income. And there'll be some overtime because we work extra hours as well. Um, I noticed the casting, one of the casting production coordinators was asking if there were guys that could come back a second day. And I was online in earshot, and one voice was like, you know what? If they don't ask you, don't don't put yourself out there. Like, you want them to come to you. And then the DA voice was like, speak up. Say you're willing. And I literally just said to him, hey, I'm available tomorrow. And he said, oh, can I see your look from the shoot? And I already took my clothes off and gave it back to wardrobe. But I got a photo of it, and I was able to just show him the photo. He grabbed it. Set it in, and I got booked for a second day. It's the first time I ever got booked on two days on a production. So I did it yesterday, the day before, and there's something about being on set, especially in New York City with lights and all the things, the trailer and all that stuff. Like, get inside me was just like so joyful, so happy. And um, I'm grateful that this program has taught me that there's no A job or B job, it's just earning. So, gratefully, I can earn in multiple ways, and especially creatively, earning vision, that's a gift. Like, to be a working creative in New York City, that's a gift. And today, I was a personal trainer at 8 a.m., I have my private songwriting client after you. So, like, this program has me using what God gave me in so many ways, and I even, like, got something about a hand model. I'm like, I've never been a hand model before, but... If I get cast in, I'm going to say yes and do it. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm taking my clothes off for nothing, so <laughs> let me get paid today. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take That's care, awesome. everybody. Good to hear you. James W. James W., please. Yeah, I got it. But thanks, man. Um, James, I'm a also debtor and under-earner. Grateful to be here. What's up, James? Good morning, James. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Matt, thanks for your lead, man. I really appreciate you know all the all the tools you shared with us, um, uh, all the specific tools and practices. I'm definitely a tools based approach to, to to my program. You know, like um, two calls a day. You know, daily reading, daily daily step writing if I can. Weekly meeting with sponsors or sponsees. You know, three meetings a week, that kind of thing. And um, <clears throat> regular PRGs. I just sent an email to get a, another PRG yesterday, so I'm waiting to hear back from my PRG team. And I'm sitting here doing some numbers um, during the meeting, um, which, and I, I guess I'll just say real briefly, one of the things I have a lot of anxiety about right now is, uh, you know, part of my vision was to be, to explore kind of having a bi-coastal life. And I, I got an apartment here in New York recently, so I'm here for three months now. And, um, Got a new agent, and I started working with that agent, and that's great. Um, um, so one thing to check in about today, though, I've never sublet this apartment before, and um, the landlord is a little bit of a—he's a little bit of a ghost. He doesn't respond to things, and I'm—I need—I think I need his approval um, on this subletting situation before I go. And um, 
So I just sent him a text, and that just makes me nervous because I'm afraid that it's – I'm afraid – I got authority issues. I'm afraid he's going to say no. I'm afraid we're going to get into some sort of battle about it. Uh, or I'm going to get in trouble. You know, I have that kind of fear. and I, So I'm just turning that over. The other thing is I'm on hold for a job in um, TV gig, and, but it shoots in Albuquerque, and um, I have an agent up anyway. I, like, I'm on hold for it, and I and it would be next week, and I'm trying to figure out if I should make travel plans or not because I haven't heard back. So one of my things is, like, I'm, I, I could be controlling and I could be a pain in the ass. Those are two of my <laughs> character defects, you know. I just get uh, – so I'm trying to be easygoing, and I'm trying to, like, let go. But I'm also trying to take care of myself in terms of my planning. And, um, and you know, do I need to make re- plane reservations and hotel reservations and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just for today, I'm just kind of turning it over. I'm trying not to pester my, my agent about, like, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, you know. Um, I'm just going to let it go. And, um, you know, just for the next 24 hours. And maybe tomorrow I can pester her. But for today, I'm going to let it go. So that's what I got for today. Thanks. Great to hear you, James. Philip, how about it, Philip A? Are hey, you... Matt. Hey, there he is. Hey, guys. Sorry, man. Hi, my name Hello. Is hey, I am uh, grateful to be here, grateful um, member of That Is Anonymous. Um, so, yeah, Matt, good to hear you. Um, you know, just the, the progress and the... Uh, you know, getting sober and, you know, making a million dollars and just, just how it goes, you know, the steps. I don't know. I have, I have different views of, of a lot of this stuff now. Um, you know, I, I just need to, uh, to share that I've been, I used to put my numbers in every morning and then unless I had receipts, you know, I would forget if I paid cash. So what I, somebody gave me an app to, you know, put my stuff in and I could spread it out. So I use the app a little bit, but now what I've been doing right after I buy something, I just put it in this app. It's like so simple, but I've had this app for months. So why wouldn't I do it when I first got the app? That's the question. Like why aren't I um, up here, but I am up here. You know what I mean? It's just when it when it's time, it's time. And and I and I have a thing now that I don't say no to money. I was just in New York for two months. A business opportunity that so far it doesn't look like it's going to come through, and that's okay. I get to spend, I got to spend two months in my hometown, like abundantly, abundantly with a cheap rent, with my animals. It was amazing until you know kick my butt and I got to come back down to uh, Southwest Virginia and relax. So my life has been so abundant since I started getting on, especially since I started getting on this 10 a.m. last year. Um, I pay $100 a month to go ride horses four times a month on a 600-acre farm. So I manifested, I, you could say I own a 643-acre farm for $100 a month. Just spent two months in New York for 500 a month a luxurious one bedroom. I say luxurious, there was no furniture, but it was a big ass apartment. My dogs were able to run around and play. It was just abundant. And you know, when I decide to put my numbers into this app is when I, you know, when, when it happens, it's, see, I, you know, I know do the work and all that. I didn't come in here to do work. 
I'm not too good at doing work. I don't like work. I just don't like that word. It's a four-letter word to me. Um, this is not work. This is what I was born with, and this is what's just, by, by breath, by me doing deep breaths, I'm manifesting all this. And you could call that God. I would call breath God, life. So I don't think there's a timer. So I am going to shut up there because I could keep going. But Matt, you really just like set a tone and I love to hear you talk. And it's just like even keel, family. You made a million dollars. You know what I mean? I don't care how much you know you spent. To me, you made a million dollars. So congratulations, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. Is anybody else like to share before we close it out? Would anybody like to share that doesn't want to share? Uh, hi. David. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? What's up, David? Good morning. Fine. Uh, maybe I should share. <laughs> I'm going through a nightmare of times uh, with my taxes. Uh, I have to file my taxes. I'm, I'm from Kenya, so uh, you guys have IRS here. We have um, it's called KRA, uh, and uh, they're equally bad. It probably might even be worse. But anyway, that's that's all debatable. Hey, so um, for my company, I have to um, put in our taxes uh, by 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 next week. I think Wednesday. Oh man, it's such a nightmare. Okay, let me just say um, that I've left it to the last minute. So it's not so much their problem as my, my, my own fault. Uh, I should have done this maybe uh, a few months ago and just been ready and prepared. But anyway, now I'm just getting into this mad rush of doing all this thing in the last minute um, and running into my accountants and I'm getting like irritated at everybody around me because it's like so much stress and uh, I'm trying not to think about the consequences of not doing it or doing it wrong. Or getting them to investigate you. They have a new habit now to shut companies down. Uh, and I don't want that. So anyway, a lot of stress. But I mean, it's also kind of self-inflicted. Uh, not being that organized. But anyway, at least I'm organized enough that it's, I still have like a week, you know. So let me look at the silver lining of this cloud. And I'm learning to be really responsible. Um, and I have a business partner, but he just like, you know, I just have to do everything basically. Uh, that's a whole nother story. But anyway, uh, it's, it's fine. I'm working on it. Um, and on the other hand, um, I have started kind of making an income. So uh, it's not so bad, but it's it's something that, it's a new thing for me. Usually I just work for my parents and my parents have been um, uh, kind of, they have their accountants and they do, I, I just never bother with that. I just have never had to do that part of things. So it's a learning experience for me also. So it's quite a nightmare. So I related now a lot to what I hear about people when they're talking about their taxes. So thank you very much. Great to hear you, David. Glad you're here. Thanks, Last call. Last call. All right, guys. Let's close it out real quick with a serenity prayer. Join me if you wish. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, 
And, and the wisdom to know the difference. Know the difference. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matt. Have a great one. Thank you, Matt. 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 Thank you